0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Greg Gutfeld.
1: I'm Martha McCallum. I'm Brett Baer, and this is the Fox News Rundown.
0: Wednesday, July 12th, 2023, I'm Eben Brown. More and more fentanyl. And more and more deaths. So, what will the federal government do about it? They seized
1: some 1.1 billion potential lethal doses of fentanyl. That is a 200 plus percent increase compared to the fiscal years of 2019 and 2020 combined.
0: This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. News Radio on demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. It is no surprise that Republicans in the House of Representatives are sorely disappointed with the Biden administration namely the Department of Homeland Security and Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, over how they've handled or mishandled border security and the flow of illicit and illegal drugs into the U.S. interior. But today those lawmakers got to sit with heads of agencies tasked with securing the border to find out what is going wrong. We don't
1: have DHS Secretary Mayorkas appearing where we expect all of the fireworks to fly in the finger-pointing.
0: Fox News correspondent Griff Jenkins speaks to us from Washington.
1: These are officials from the DHS, DEA, CBP, and Office of National Drug Control Policy, Evan, and they're frontline officials, if you will, in what all of them agree is the most unprecedented drug crisis the u.s has ever faced namely because of the highly organized transnational criminal organization pipeline that begins in china with precursor chemicals that make fentanyl come to the cartels in mexico where they're assembled in pill or powder form, and then come in record numbers across our southern border. The CBP tells this committee today that in twenty fiscal year 2022, last fiscal year, they seized some 1.1 billion potential lethal doses of fentanyl. That is a 200-plus percent increase compared to the fiscal years of 2019 and 2020 combined. And so what these officials are doing and what this hearing is, which is the subcommittee of the House Homeland Security Committee, it's the border committee of it. They're trying to identify and and, and, and really lay out some, some hard, tangible solutions to try and get it under control because as you may have noticed and everybody that's on twitter and on social media can see we have daily incidences of seizures of a million fentanyl pills here a hundred thousand there and of course sadly tragically the number of overdose deaths in america which is something that is spiraling out of control
0: and let's talk about that because we can talk numbers of pills and and uh We could talk uh, enforcement uh, actions and the like, but ultimately there is a very, very human toll that is, I think, uniquely affecting U.S. citizens. And you had the chance to speak with uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy about this. I'm going to play you uh, just a bit from your own interview here.
1: Three hundred Americans will be poisoned today and died. That's the equivalent of an airliner crashing every day in America. And this administration has turned a blind eye. It's a direct attack on Americans, and it's got to stop, and it's got to stop today. And you first start it by stopping it at the border.
0: Griff, this has sort of been a, a real cause for the speaker. Uh tell tell us more about what he said.
1: Well, and you know, Evan. That uh, airliner crashing everyday analogy, boy, does that really bring it home. And we heard from the uh, director of the Office of National Drug Control Policy in in today's hearing saying that every five minutes of every hour of every day, an American uh, dies from an overdose or drug poisoning. And that's really where Speaker McCarthy is getting these numbers and why he's sounding the alarm on it. Uh, You heard also in that soundbite, he's blaming the administration for turning a blind eye, which is perhaps indicating that they're not singing from the same sheet of music because the administration does believe that they're doing a lot. Just yesterday, the White House released a uh, multi-step plan to combat The street drug Trank, which is fentanyl mixed with xylazine, just horrible uh, sort of sedative that goes with it, which makes it even more deadly if you can begin to imagine that. right? And so this, you know, Speaker McCarthy's analogy brings it home It is clearly a priority for leaders of both parties, I think. But at the end of the day. You know, in my reporting today, I'm including uh, just one of the thousands of uh, stories of heartache. And that is uh, an interview with uh, a gentleman named Matt Capilouto, who is the father of Alexandra Capilouto, who is a 20-year-old college student from Arizona State University, home at Christmas, went on social media, I believe it was Snapchat, bought what she thought was oxycodone, turned out was laced with fentanyl, and she died in her bed, and you know her father Matt is outraged, and he says, "When you have uh, drug dealers selling these drugs, if if we, how are we supposed to stop these guys when we can't stop China or the Mexican cartels?" And he equates drug dealers, I think appropriately so, to becoming essentially serial killers because so many of the people that buy these drugs. Now, most of them not knowing so in the case of this young woman uh it's it's a it's a death pill not 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 necessarily just a drug that you would think someone's taking uh as, as a as a recreational uh opportunity to get high or do what young people do this is a death pill
0: and we do need to talk about this part as well. We we've uh, If you've grown up in the 80s, uh, you remember the Just Say No campaign. And buying what should be medicine off the streets is probably not a good thing. Oxycodone is Percocet. That's what, it is a, a painkiller, but you're getting something if you're buying it off the street. It's not necessarily safe, and it's, it, it may be laced with something. And now, obviously, we're the, the, the big problem we have is that it's laced with um, illicit fentanyl. Uh, and uh, it is deadly. It's it's multiple times the power of, of something like Percocet, and it could very well stop your heart. Um, but the, I think there's there's probably like a double crisis here. There's one, the crisis of kids, and not, and we I, I don't like to blame kids because they're people who are well beyond their forties that are doing this. Uh, but also, you know, we have the enforcement issue of the drugs coming in, but we also I think have the the issue of people still thinking that what they're buying off the streets to get high is, is you know, moderately safe. And it, it, there, there is a real crisis here that, that, that I, I think sometimes it kind of, we kind of miss the, the, the forest and the trees here with the, with the idea that maybe you shouldn't be buying drugs on the street.
1: And that's a great point because th- there are so many layers to unpack here on what you're hitting on, Evan. And look, as a kid that grew up in the 80s, one great big game changing difference from those times is back in my day if you were going to go try and buy some drugs or or some some marijuana or something. You had to go physically find the drug dealer. Yeah. Now with social media, it's everywhere. And these kids are getting it delivered to their door going on Snapchat. Yeah, and that is a real game-changing, deadly thing. But one of the things that a lot of these officials and lawmakers are rightfully pointing out, as well as Speaker McCarthy, when I talked to him this morning, he says there's the the... Guys of delivering the recreational sought-after drug to these young people, but Speaker McCarthy said look at the age group of those people, 18 to 40. They're in their prime. They are the most productive of our country's citizens In terms of the workforce and so you think is there more to this than just trying to fuel a market of demand for recreational pleasure is there something more that china realizes hey we feed this demand flood the american streets and we cause a crisis that that country has you don't see a fentanyl crisis on the streets of beijing and in many other countries you see it in america and that is why this Transnational criminal pipeline, as they laid out in this hearing from China through Mexico across our southern border, is not only difficult to try and stem the tide, uh, but also the, the fear that on some level, this could actually be intentional to cause problems here at home for us.
0: We're speaking with Fox News correspondent Griff Jenkins in Washington on law enforcement and lawmakers conversing on how to tackle the ongoing fentanyl problem. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. You're uh, picking up on something that I I really wanted to ask you about next. It, it, you know, back again we we talk about the '80s and the the drug issues that were existing then, and we had the, the stereotypical Latin American cocaine kingpin from Colombia or whatnot. Th- those were people that were, by and large, pictured as just simply trying to get rich off of uh, Americans' indiscretions and addictions. But if Chinese state actors are the genesis of this, are they, in fact, trying to impact us on a society-wide level? Is, is, is this a criminal act, or is this an act of war? I mean, if we have all these people dying um because of something that uh, china's state actors are doing uh this seems a bit more than just you know garden variety criminal drug activity
1: and that is the the deadly uh concerning aspect to it speaker mccarthy and many other lawmakers do exactly believe that evan that there is uh, an intention on the part. Uh, an act of war, if you will, though I don't think they've put it quite in those terms, but an intentional, deliberate weakening of our nation by targeting the country, uh, Americans, uh, with this deadly drug fentanyl. And I think that, you know, when you look back in the 80s, when Pablo Escobar was the cocaine kingpin out of Colombia, that's not the case anymore. Now it is... These cartels in Mexico that are enriching themselves, so they're simply an opportunist in all of this, because if China wants to flood the precursor materials uh, into Mexico, and then Mexico is moving these pills that are look, sometimes look like colored versions of candy and stuff, these are things that they can move just like any other product across the border. In this case, uh, it's just a small number of pills for a massive amount of money and a lot of damage you can do on the streets with this deadly drug that comes through many of them coming through the ports of entry. Meanwhile, the cartels also, as I've documented in others so much, moving humans, the the, the the migrants coming across in unprecedented numbers. And so these cartels, from at least southern side, get a real grasp in various sectors of our border. You know, Evan, I did the last interview with uh, Border Patrol Chief Val Ortiz, who retired just before the 4th of July, and I did the very last interview with him uh, on the day he retired, and I asked him point blank, I said, do you believe, as you leave office, do you believe that we are doing, we as a nation, Border Patrol, uh, DHS, enough to combat these these cartels and these uh, transnational criminal organizations? And he said, no, absolutely not. He said, in his answer to me, we need to treat this as an all hands on deck situation, much like we did in this nation after 9-11, come together identify the problem and get a hold of it because when Americans come together there's nothing we can't do but right now we're not together on it and we're not doing enough in his estimation to stop it
0: and in that uh, in that light uh, these agencies and their heads that are testifying today a- again it's it's away from the uh, the fireworks of having someone like the Homeland Security Secretary testify. Uh, what, what are they asking for? What, what, uh, what do these law enforcement agencies really want in order to be able to do the job of, of stopping this or curbing this? It's, it's one thing for, you know, Congress to announce how many millions or tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but what, what do these folks really want to do their jobs? What, you know, what, what do they need?
1: These, these lawmakers are, are talking, uh, are, are asking for the, the tangible, Uh, efforts, policies to put in place um, that will stop this illicit trafficking of fentanyl. That's what they want. They want to bring the deaths down. They want to shut this pipeline down. And these officials are these individuals in key positions uh, to try and bring about uh, those changes. And so really if you will it's not so much of a hearing that we see where there's lots of fireworks but more of almost a working hearing where you're airing publicly what you know we're the lawmakers we control the purse what do you say we need to do to enact change here and it's unclear that there is a uh overall plan and you're hearing these officials talk about operation blue lotus and all these other operations that that they're doing but but you are also hearing the um assistant director of the dea talking about look this is our top priority he says taking on the two main cartels the Jalisco cartel and the sinola cartel that are pushing fentanyl and here's our challenges Uh, You know, what can you give us in the way of resources? So you're going to hear a lot about resources, but at the end of the day, the real question is, will this hearing and others like it, because this committee says they're going to continue to have more hearings, will it produce a blueprint to try and take back our border and shut off the flow of fentanyl that's coming in unprecedented numbers.
0: Fox News correspondent in Washington, Griff Jenkins. Thank you so much once again for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition.
1: Great to be with you, Evan. Thank you.